Hello and welcome to the Slow Down and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Kim Stark, and this podcast is all about how we can move at a more natural, less busy pace so we can have beautiful, calm and abundant lives. Hello, lovely people. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys are having a really awesome week, an awesome day, wherever you are as you're listening to this. I wanted to talk today about exhaustion and what it might be trying to tell us and how we can kind of move out of these exhaustion patterns into more of a flowing way of life. But before I do that, I just wanted to say, I still get nervous doing these podcasts. And the reason I wanted to say that is because I still do it. I still show up. I still, you know, think to myself before I start, oh gosh, I don't know what I'm going to say. And I'm still here and I'm really enjoying it. And the reason I wanted to say that is because sometimes you just need to do the thing. So if there's something today that you're a bit nervous, you know, procrastinating on it, not sure if you want to do it, I would just say, just give it a go. Just do it. It's the only way we're going to get through things. It's the only way we're going to learn how to do things better to improve. You don't have to be perfect before you start anything. You know, I'm really enjoying not being perfect on these podcasts and, you know, saying weird things sometimes. And at the end of the day, it's still a value. You know, I'm really enjoying what does come out of these podcasts. And it's just a, it's a learning, it's a process, you know? So yeah, just if there's something you're not sure about, you're hesitant on, may this be the sign, the universe sign for today to do the thing. So I really wanted to talk about exhaustion because I see it everywhere and I'm sure you guys do too. Maybe you're experiencing like quite strong exhaustion. Maybe you're just feeling quite tired or lethargic, but it's quite prevalent. And obviously a lot of that is to do with our society and all these conditions we place on ourselves and expectations and And I've said it before and I'll keep saying it, this need we have in society to produce things, to to tie our self-worth to productivity and that if you're not producing things, if you're not on the go all the time, if you're not do, 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 it's like you're not a person of value, you're not adding value, you're not worthy, you're not doing enough, you're not being enough. So there's a lot to overcome when trying to live a life that is fulfilling and abundant and calm and restful and nourishing and nurturing, right? And I wanted to talk about some of those things that we might be getting stuck on that are creating this exhaustion. So I'm going to talk mostly about exhaustion through business, but of course it applies to your life in general. And I have been through many phases of quite strong exhaustion and then more long-term fatigue. And a lot of that is to do with living out of alignment. So I'm going to talk about some of the ways that we do live out of alignment and it just exhausts us. So what is your exhaustion trying to tell you? What is your fatigue trying to tell you? A lot of the times if we're exhausted, it's because we're forcing something. When things are flowing, they're easy, right? Like you're you're inspired, you feel like you have the energy to act you know, things come to you that help, you know, you suddenly get the right information at the right time, things are flowing, it's easier, the energy is running, right? If we're out of alignment, and we're having to force things to get things done, or to achieve things, to get through our day, we have to force ourselves, that is a huge signal 
right? A huge signal that something is out of alignment, something is wrong. So I think exhaustion and any kind of emotion or strong feeling is such a gift because it's trying to tell us something. Like how amazing that our bodies are this constant communication with us going, "Er, something's out of alignment, something's not right. And what do we do? We just override it. Like We just completely ignore it, override it and go, no, no, I've got to do this thing. If I just work harder, if I just push and push and push, I can get there. It's like, you know, I'm just imagining like people with really like heavy metal shoes on trying to run a hundred meter sprint and just being like, I can do it. And like each step is like really hard. And it's like, this is what we do to ourselves. We make things hard. So what is your exhaustion telling you? You're forcing something. You're tired. You actually don't want to do it. Now that can be really big because it's often our minds that, are, that have fixated on something that we have to get done, right? And sometimes it might seem really logical, like there's a really strong deadline. I have to get these things done. I don't want to do it. It feels icky and stuck and hard, but I'm just going to keep putting more and more energy into it in order to get it done because there's a deadline. Other times we're doing that without even a deadline to like be pushing us. It's like we've just like, we, you know, we're like this stubborn donkey that's like determined to do something. And even when all the signals and all the signs are telling us that maybe we're down the wrong path, we just get stubborn and determined. And that requires a lot of energy. Like think of the energy that is required to do something where it's not working and you just have to keep piling it on and piling it on and being like, no, I can make it work. I can make it work. So if something isn't flowing, it's such an amazing opportunity to take note of the tiredness, the fatigue, the exhaustion, and use that as a signal that you need to step back. Like I'll use a really, you know, non-business example of this. I have a friend who's on the dating apps and she was saying the other day, she's like, I'm just exhausted. I'm so over it. I'm so tired of all the messaging. And she went on and on about how she's exhausted and tired. And I'm like, that is a signal that you need to stop, right? You are pushing things. You are forcing things. You need to step back and actually go, Oh, okay, why why is this not flowing for me? Why am I not happy? And why am I doing something that's not, you know, giving me joy? So in her case, it's like maybe she needs to actually step back and just take a break, right? Not be on the apps, you know, take a break even from looking for a guy, right? It's like that is our signal from our body that it's like we don't want to be doing this right now. And how often are we doing that in business where we've decided that we need to do something You know, maybe it's like post on Instagram every day and it's like we have this feeling of ugh, or I'm so tired, I can't be bothered, I don't want to do it and we force ourselves to do it. So how about taking a step back and being like, okay, what's going on here? Maybe you just need to take a break for a few days from whatever it is. Actually, just allow yourself to rest and recover, listen to your body. Your body always knows what it needs and usually that's what you need as well. We just kind of tend to ignore that part. So maybe you just actually need some rest. So please take it. And the beauty of that is it gives you perspective. And I think that's really, really important when you're forcing something and something's not working is you're not going to get anywhere by just putting more energy into it. What's actually going to work better for everyone is just to take a step back and to try and get space and a little bit of distance have some rest and then actually look at it through new eyes 
new perspective. Okay, why is this not working? Have I missed something? Is there something else that I'm supposed to be doing? Like try to work out what's out of alignment. And usually with a bit of uh, distance and a bit of space and a bit of, you know, ability to kind of see things from a different view, you'll be able to see what's not working. Also, the beautiful thing about taking a step back and resting is it allows you to get in touch with your intuition. So if you're in that exhausted drive, drive, got to push, forcing mode, chances are you're not listening to your intuition, right? Like guaranteed (laughs) your intuition was left back at the curb like way back. So then being able to actually have that rest, that space, maybe your intuition can come back online. And that is going to be so powerful and so helpful for you to be able to see, okay, what's out of alignment? Why am I having to force this thing? Am I not supposed to do it at all? Uh, Is there something else that needs to come in? Is it just the wrong timing? So it's not necessarily that that's the wrong thing entirely to do, but usually it's like we've missed something. So take the dating app example I gave. You know, it's not necessarily maybe that she has to give up on dating or actually being on the apps altogether, but maybe there's something she needs to look at in herself first, right? There's a step that needs to be taken. Maybe there's a pattern going on, coming out through her subconscious beliefs, and she's seeing a certain type of guy over and over and over again. I mean, I know we've all been there where we're like, okay, I'm seeing this same result. Something I'm doing is creating this result and taking a step back and being like, okay, how can I change my beliefs or work on myself so I'm going to get a different result? And then you can feel when you're back in alignment, you can feel like there's like this relief, this like release that comes through as well. And then all of a sudden the idea of being on the dating apps becomes exciting again. And maybe that's the same with this business project that might be just feeling really out of alignment. It's like, what can you tweak to get excited about it again? Because when we're in our excitement, we're in our flow, we're in that creative, juicy energy. And that's the other thing I want to talk about in terms of how can we get out of that forcing mode into the flow. And I think one of the important things is to look at where you're in your masculine energy and where you're in your feminine energy. And both are really important. But a lot of the times, and I know I do this all the time, is I get into doing mode and I become, it's like I become quite uh, rigid in my body I'm quite like hyper-focused to the point where I'm not really breathing properly. I'm not taking proper breaks. So, you know, like sometimes I'll be like, you know, fixated on something on my laptop and I'll literally be like, I need to pee. I'm like, oh, just do this one more thing. I really actually need to pee. I'll just, just hang on. I'll just do this. I'm sure you guys have all been there, right? Where it's like, actually, can we just stop and listen to our body and go pee, have a drink of water? So when I'm in that sort of rigid masculine mode, I know I need to actually bring more of my feminine energy in, which is the flowing, it's the breath, it's the creativity. That might even be just taking 15, 20 seconds to actually like consciously soften my body. So that's something that really helps. It's like if I'm in this um, doing mode and it's quite a fast mode, it's quite a like strong, rigid mode, um, if I'm in that for hours in the day, then of course I'm going to be exhausted by the end of it. So it's reminding ourselves to just soften the shoulders, drop the shoulders, take a breath, 
allow ourselves to drop into our body, drop into our intuition, remind ourselves at regular intervals, be like, okay, what do I feel like doing next? As opposed to going through a to-do list and just ticking things off, it's like, okay, well, what on that to-do list feels really good to do right now? Do I want to do more admin tasks? Because that's what I'm excited about. And you can be excited about admin tasks, guys, I promise. And Or is it something uh, I want to do something more creative, like maybe an Instagram post or... Or I'm going to plan a new idea and sit with, you know, colored pencils and, you know, brainstorm it out. Allowing your intuition, your softness, your breath into your day-to-day life is going to stop that stress response. And it's that stress response that over time wears us down and makes us tired. So I just want to point out that the masculine energy isn't wrong. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be incorporating that because absolutely that's what gives us our focus and our structure right but I just know for myself as a feminine energy person like at my core I'm quite a strong feminine energy and so if I'm in my masculine energy for hours at a time it depletes me it exhausts me and that's something I've really had to learn over years of being like super ambitious achieving mode go 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 lots of action Over time, that has exhausted me. So something that I've learned and I want to pass on to you guys is that we don't have to be in that mode all the time in order to get things done, in order to, you know, quote unquote, succeed. It's like, how can we bring the feminine energy in? If that's truly, you know, a big part of your energetic system, let's not leave it out. Let's not like leave it at the door of our office. How can we incorporate that that juicy energy, which is actually our life force? That's our life force. And that's what's going to keep us going. Which then can bring me to my other point about incorporating that beautiful flow, that nourishing energy more into our day-to-day lives in general. So what I really like to do is to make sure I'm kind of bookending my days, especially if I'm having a work day, bookending my days with things that feel really good, um, that nourish me, that get me into that feminine energy, that allow me to be in my body to make sure I'm breathing really well. And that also makes my inner child really happy, right? So when we have our inner child on board as well, it's like our body's online, our inner child's happy because she's getting to do things that feel good and play. And therefore, you're not going to get this like subconscious part of you that switches off and goes, meh, don't want to do that. Don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. And so then that's the little girl, by the way. (laughs) So she comes online and goes, I don't want to do these things. And then you as the adult, you know, have to kind of try to override that part of yourself using your effort to be like, no, but we have to, we have this deadline, we have these things to get done. It's like, how do you work with all those parts together? And what I'm sort of talking about here is like internal family systems, which you can Google if you like, but it's like, we have all these different parts, these subconscious parts that are operating inside of us. And if we can work with them, it also then produces that energy and that flow so coming back to this idea of bookending your days with things that feel really awesome so what is your morning practice look like like I think it's really important to have a morning practice if you don't have one already think about maybe trying to incorporate a few things that just feel good so I'm not all about you know making your morning practice about like achieving right it's like just doing some things in the morning that feel awesome So I love my morning practice. It changes like sometimes I'll get up and stretch and go for a surf 
And that makes me feel so good. <laughs> it makes me feel so good. And I come back and I'm like so excited to do, you know, some work. And it really helps me get in alignment. On those days that I'm not surfing, I love to have slow mornings. So sometimes my morning practice is two or three hours. And, you know, I love stretching. I love dancing, moving my body. I love doing a somatic practice, which I'm just finding so valuable for resetting my nervous system. So I did talk about that in an episode Um, I think it was called How to Feel Your Feelings, so I'll link that in the show notes. But there's a beautiful meditation in there uh, that explains the somatic practice that I do, and that makes me feel, well, it gets out the cobwebs. So sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I have crazy dreams, and I I still have stress dreams. Like, I, you know, had years of stress, and so I I wake up and I'm like, ugh, (laughs) I've been doing some crazy stuff in my dreams, and I might feel that residual energy of stress or a bit mechness and so I find both dancing and the somatic practice which is kind of like a meditation really just helps me uh, breathe out dance out move out the body those feelings and so I'm kind of like starting with a clean slate for the day and then I have a nice slow breakfast that's really yummy and if it's a nice sunny day I love sitting outside and I'm probably also listening to a podcast by this point while I'm cooking breakfast and sitting outside and getting inspired by what I'm hearing. And so then I'm in my feminine energy like I'm feeling supported and nourished and that's the energy I want to bring into my day when I'm doing my work. And then likewise at the end of the day usually I have gotten a little bit stressed because I still have those uh, patterns going on of, you know, my mind trying to solve problems and wanting to do my best. And so some of those things will creep in and I'll get a bit of stress going on my body. So I want to make sure that I'm dealing with that like on the day, not letting that build up over time, which over time leads to the fatigue and the adrenal fatigue and being in that fight or flight mode all the time. So making sure you're winding down from your day is also really important. So for me, if I get in that kind of hyper sort of cortisol stress kind of like mode of do-do-do and my mind's thinking a million things, I like to go for a walk or go for a swim, do something active and something in nature that really is helpful for me. And then a little bit later, I might also do a meditation if my mind is still going a lot. And again, it's about how do I bring myself back into that more nourishing feminine energy so that my body's coming back to a state of calm. Like if we're not allowing our bodies to drop out of that more stress response, that's how it builds up over time. And that's what we're seeing, right? We're seeing everyone in these fight or flight modes. And then we get into habits of worrying and getting stressed about things that maybe we don't need to be stressed about because we're already in that like that habit, that that way of being. It would make me so happy if I knew that Everyone who is working for themselves, having a business, is having a good time, is enjoying what they're doing, is feeling supported and nourished by what they're doing. So if you're in some fatigue or maybe you are hitting that or have hit that exhaustion point, I feel you. Like I know it can be really challenging to continue to be creative because business takes so much out of us, right? Like we are always having to produce ideas and and carry out things and and be in that creation. And guess what? That's our feminine energy. So if we're drained, it's so much harder to access that. And then we have to use even more energy to try and do what we need to do for our businesses. And yet we're doing it from a depleted place and that just makes us more depleted. So 
if you are in that depleted, exhausted state, you do have to be so kind to yourself and you may have to take an extended break. Like unfortunately, if we're getting ourselves over time, like over years or even just over months, if we're causing ourselves huge amounts of stress over time, unfortunately, that's not something we can just reverse in a couple of weeks. Like it can take time. So also be kind to yourself if you are starting to look after yourself and you're getting a bit frustrated that you're not bouncing back. Like just give yourself some grace and know that it can take some time. And this is where you get to be super compassionate to yourself and treat yourself like you would your best friend who's not feeling well. So, you know, you rest when you need to rest. Have lots of naps. Don't take on more than you can handle. What can you outsource? How can you give yourself really amazing, nourishing food? Making sure that you're getting sleep. That might be saying no to things. That might be saying no to going out. It's like, think of, think of that really like strong winter hibernation mode. Like that's almost what you have to give yourself. Like as little stimulation, staying in, staying warm, staying nourished with soups and stews, sleeping a lot. Like you're the bear. <laughs> you're the bear that needs hibernation and replenishing. So really have a think, how can I really give back to myself? Because you've put out a lot, right? You've put out so much and you've probably done amazing things and built an incredible business, but it also needs to start to support you. So how can you support yourself, reset, give yourself that, that rest, that nourishment, that nurture time, so that then you can continue to give from a place of a full bucket instead of one with a big fat hole in the bottom. Like we need as business owners, especially as female business owners, we need to make sure our buckets are full. That's the place that we want to be giving from. That's the place where we want to be servicing and helping our communities from is that full bucket place. So if you're at a place where your bucket is quite leaky, you know, it's your duty to then fill that up. It's your duty. It's your responsibility to go and do things that are going to fill that bucket up. So that's not about feeling guilty or feeling lazy for doing things that feel really nice. That's actually like part of your job. Your job is to feel amazing and feel full and come from this place of fullness and creation so that you can give back to your community from that place. That is the kind of energy that the universe supports and aligns with you and, and allows you to bring in more people into, into your community because you have the energy to support them. So I hope you guys aren't in that massive like exhaustion phase. I hope that, you know, you are able to incorporate things into your day. They're going to help you release the stress and not get into that, that stage of exhaustion. So just to recap, if you are feeling tired or exhausted, are you forcing things? Are you having to dredge up extra energy out of your body in order to make something happen that isn't flowing? Is it out of alignment? Take the time to step back, reassess what needs to change. Through stepping back, you can access more of your wisdom, your intuition, your feminine knowing, your feminine energy, your flow, your creativity. And that's the place we want to be moving from as much as possible in our day. So looking at how you can bring that more into your work life and then also into your life. So looking at your morning practice, your evening practice, doing things that feel good. How can you incorporate more feeling good things into your life? Especially if you are 
in that really strong exhaustion phase, acknowledging that you need to start to fill up your bucket. All right, guys, I'll leave it there. I hope you have a really fabulous day. Do something lovely and nurturing for yourself. And I'll catch you real soon on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please follow or subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And join me over on Instagram at Slow Down and Thrive for more daily tips and messages. 